Hello everyone and welcome to episode 36 of the Food for Thought podcast. My name is Sean, I am the host of the podcast and I'm here with my co-host and wife Devin. What's up? And my co-host and wife Cyrus. We have microphones now. Yes, <laughs> this is Cyrus's um, first time experiencing a microphone. A large black object in my face. <laughs> well, it's not your first time for that. Yeah, not my first time for that. <laughs> yes, we've all all three got microphones now. Um, so Cyrus is not on the phone this week. We are chatting it up in mm. our living room. Can you hear the buttery goodness? I still think I might sound a bit loud, but that's okay. I'll I'll fix it in post. I don't know what that means. I don't edit anything. <laughs> I don't do a single edit when I when I. Edit Have you this. ever edited anything? Um, I well, edit- our laptop is pretty shit. So. Our laptop's terrible. I did edit. Uh, <laughs> yes, I edited a large um, conversation that we had uh, uh, when I was talking about Jackie Chan's sex tape. Okay. Um, I took that entirely out because I was not proud of that. <laughs> you know what's funny to me is that you spend fifty thousand dollars on audio equipment, and your laptop is like from. Yeah. I'm buying a one new- of those things at Giant where you put the quarter in. Oh, <laughs> and you turn it. The, our laptop is a fucking joke. I, in, yeah. Within the next uh, two months, I'll be buying a new laptop. Um, I've got I've got my eye on one. They're I've, so good now. You really don't need to spend much, right? We are getting a budget laptop for about three hundred and fifty bucks, and that's, that's all, all need. we need because right. we don't do anything. You're not going to play yeah. video games. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At first, we were thinking about like getting a Mac, but then we were like, "What, what do, do we, we need really, a Mac for? What do we really use a laptop yeah. for? Everything we do, we do on our phone. Exactly. Yeah, or the iPad. The only thing we need a laptop for is editing this podcast, um, and then updating our resume if we ever need to update our resume. That's about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we do anything else on a laptop. And no. who watches porn on the computer anymore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And besides, is there a porn app I can get on my TV? I don't think so. I don't think you can get it like on your channels. TV, right? Not that I'm interested. I'm just saying, is there an option? <laughs> um, anyway, this is a Kung Fu Cinema podcast. Um, every week we discuss a specific movie. Um, and this week we'll be discussing 1986's Royal Warriors, a.k.a. In the Line of Duty. Um, it's the first of the In the Line of Duty series of which there, I counted, and I'm not even sure, it's something like eight or nine of them. So okay. eight or nine. And they've all got nothing to do with each other. So Michelle Yeoh is not in any of them apart from this one. Donnie Yen's in the fourth one. So, yeah. Different directors, different choreographers. Di- choreographers? Choreographers. <laughs> and uh, different actors. Different geographers. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different uh, archaeologists. All that. Um, so, has anyone... Oh, I'll tell you something. I've got a story. i got a story for you. So, obviously, I'm on Instagram. Foo for thought. Uh, foo underscore four underscore thought. And uh, the other day, I posted a fight scene from um, No Retreat, No Surrender 2, which featured <clears throat> the star of a film that we did for the podcast, which was King of the Kickboxers, uh, Lauren Avedon fighting uh, Matthias Hughes. Oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, you watched it. It was yeah. the final fight. So I posted the final fight, and then Lauren Avedon took my post and posted it on his story. So he reblogged me on his story. And I was like, what? yeah, buddy, this guy looks at my page. I don't think he follows me. But he looks <laughs> at my page. Oh, no, I tagged him, so he probably doesn't even know who I am. But he took my post, he put it put it in his story, and then do you know what he did? He took my post, and he didn't put it in his story. He put it on his main page. Didn't mention me. He Aww. stole Aww. stole my post and gave me no mention whatsoever. He was like, hey, guys, here's my final fight from no... I was like, bitch, I posted first. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he did not give me any type of recognition. So I was very upset about that. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. That, well, that movie scene sucked was, anyway. Yeah, so. and that scene was garbage. <laughs> it was, yeah. That's the one with the girl in it that was like the worst girl in any of the movies. Like the... It was the, the least likable, the blonde chick. Yeah. She, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. The, I, mo- the model or something. I don't know. I don't remember that. Wait. Well. What? Well, maybe I'm thinking of a different clip that you posted. No, we're talking about King of the, the Cake Boxes. Oh, I thought you were. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I thought you were boxes. referencing that clip from that other movie. No, no, that clip. That clip's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Lauren Avedon just stole stole stuff from me. So shame on you, sir. Shame on you, Lauren Avedon. More like Lauren Avadildo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't quite work, but there we go. Um, and does anyone watch anything recently over the last two weeks? Um, tell us. You want to talk about yeah, my... Your, your deep dive. Um, so, okay. Go so ahead. I'm going to set this up. So, I was on my way to work the other day, and I was just like, what am I going to listen to in the car on the way to work? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to us. So, ego, egotistical. <laughs> I'm going to listen to one of our older episodes. Just, Ooh. To, just to go back in time, right? And I just randomly chose um, uh, Ninja 2. And okay. I'm listening. Funny-ass episode. The Jesus, most, listen to you. <laughs> although the most hilarious bits had nothing to do with the movie. But anyway, I was just like, oh, yeah. Scott Adkins. And then I was just like, we had watched Avengement. Avengement was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Let's watch. Some, I want to watch some other Scott Atkins films. So I came home from work Friday, texted Sean on the way home. I was just like, let's watch some Scott Atkins movies. Guess how big my erection was? <laughs> like two and a half? Well, that's being bold. <laughs> Sweet, dude. So we watched, we watched, t- uh, we watched. Um, Go on, you can do oh it. No, this was Thursday. Uh, yeah. We watched uh, Accident Man and <laughs> we watched. Um, yeah, Go on. The other one. It begins with a U. Um, uh, Undisputed. Undisputed 3? Undisputed 3. Undisputed yeah. 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Boyka, right? Yes, yeah. that okay. is Boyka. Loved yeah. him. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, Devin Dude's is... a beast. Devin is a fan of Scott Adkins. And, I, and mean, I realize now, yeah, Ninja 2 was not a good representation of what, I mean, of what he could do. Go on. Or t- at least tell his acting. In tell Ninja your discovery. 2, in Ninja 2, he was very bland, very yeah. boring. He wasn't giving you anything. Plus, he had a terrible American accent. I but think watching him in his native tongue and then just in these movies where he's... <laughs> Na- native tongue, like he speaks Spanish. <laughs> in his native accent, excuse me. And yeah, he's fantastic. He's a great actor. Yeah, Devin had to dive into those two films and yeah, you, you really liked them. And um, then today... Um, we watched um, uh, The uh, Debt Collect- Collector. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And you like that? Too? Really enjoyed it. Love yeah. Scott Atkins. Dude's awesome. Scott Atkins. He's a good guy. Handsome yeah. devil, too. Not dude. only, yeah, not only, I mean, yeah, like, especially the fights in, um, the fights in uh, Undisputed. Uh, yeah. Just all the fights in general in Undisputed 3. Great. Um, a little corny moment. I'll Accident go on record. Man. I'll go on record and saying if if the fights in Undisputed Three were any worse, that film would be fucking awful. Yeah, anything but the fights are, yeah. are terrible. Uh, he's great as Boyka. He actually puts in a good performance with it because he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to go. Yeah, like Boyka. I, <laughs> I break you yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will smash your face. But in. no, yeah, Accident Man was really good. Yeah, um, I liked him in. I liked him in this. I liked him in uh, the. The Debt Collector, which we just watched before Cyrus came over yeah. to record. Great. 
I yeah. 100 percent looking forward to Debt Collector too. Or de- the Debt co- was it Debt Collectors? Oh yeah, it's Whatever. called the sequel. It's called the IRS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Debt Collectors in some countries. I think on Netflix it's called Debt Collector Two. I think. Yeah, 100. percent And then we got more. Got we got Eliminators to watch. We got some others. Oh, Close Range. <laughs> we got Close Range to watch. Uh, we got the fourth Boyka film if you want to watch that. Technically, we got the second Boyka film to watch as well. So yeah, you totally got, on board. You got a whole slew of Atkins to come. Yeah, he's great. Uh, if no one watches his interviews on YouTube, uh, you definitely should. He interviews a lot of action stars, and he's a really good like host of of a small uh. Like I guess it's like a almost like a chat show. It's just him and one other person or a podcast. I guess he's a really good host on it. He's great. really humble guy. He is really very humble. Nice. He, he's very humble, very pleasant. Yeah, he's he's got he's got a lot going on for himself, quite frankly. And uh, yeah, I, I mentioned to Devin that he would make uh, probably a good James Bond. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the star power, so they'll never pick him. No, yeah, like, no, 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 not no. a chance, not a chance. Um, but he would make a good moment. Do you think like, that he's how? too good at martial arts? He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be like. What am I trying I mean, to say? Could, but then, how? Who really knew about Daniel Craig before Daniel Craig became? Yeah, yeah. But to, to Cyrus's point, I think yes, he's too flashy with the martial arts, and Bond isn't. Bond's Bond is more like rough and tumble. Yeah, I'm gonna pick a bottle up. Yeah, exactly. And then in Avengement. All he was doing, there wasn't martial arts in that. No. He was just fucking punching the shit out of people. You, you in was. Fight. Uh, yeah, the Did one. I see that? I don't think you watched the film. Did I see the fight scene? You might scene? have seen the fight scene. It's I great. Might have. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. One of his better ones. So I think it's 100% doable. Yeah, yeah. Atkins for Bond and Batman. And his acting's better as well uh, as, he, as he goes along. Some of his yeah. early work's a bit ropey, but he was good in these ones. Um, did we watch anything else? Oh, I did, actually. I watched something today, uh, which I did. I, in fact, I've got a fucking bone to pick. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with the Kung Fu cinema community. Oh, no. So, a film came out years ago. It was a Donnie Yen film. I think it came out in like 2010. And it was called, um, it's got a horrible title. It's called Legend of the Fist Return of Chen Zen. It's a mouthful. So... When it came out, it came out to uh, scathing and lukewarm reviews. Like, no one was a fan of it, this film. Um, if you don't know, Chen Zhen is the character that Bruce Lee plays in Fist of Fury. So, Donnie Yen was playing that character. Well, years later... So, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it because the reviews were shite. And I was just like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch this one. Because it, it's if it's not good, Donnie Yen, I don't want to see it. So... Today, I thought, well, you know, I'm a bit bored. I, I fancy a kung fu film. Why not throw on Chen Zen? Tell you what. I w- will go on record as saying the fight scenes in that film are some of Donnie Yen's best work. Easily. Like, I would pick the, I would pick the fight scenes in Chen Zen or Legend of the Fist over the final fight in Flashpoint, the one you watched last week. Really? Yeah. No, no. No, no, no. Here's why. Here's why. And I know why. Because Donnie Yen, I'm talking about Donnie Yen's choreography only. I'm not talking about his It Man work because that was Sabo Hung and Yun Wong Ping. Um, I'm talking about Donnie Yen's choreography. Flashpoint's great, but I prefer his, like, um, I don't know how to explain it. I prefer his over the top Hong Kong style choreography than his MMA stuff. So he does a lot of MMA stuff in Sharpo Lang, uh, Flashpoint, and Special ID. 
But in this film, he's jumping over cars and hoofing people in the chops, and he's doing Frankensteiners, uh, if anyone is into wrestling. He's doing crazy moves on people. Muscle busters. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, he's doing <laughs> Canadian destroyers. Canadian power power bomb. I think it's Canadian destroyer when you do like a sunset flip and That's pile drive someone. That's the best wrestling move I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, they do it a lot in AEW. In fact, uh, someone did a packaged pile driver the other day on AEW, and it looked like the guy's head exploded. <laughs> Which What's one the was packaged that? Which one was that? portion? It's, he, uh, you're gonna make me do a mime on the podcast. So it's a pile driver, but you pull their legs in, so they're yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. ball, and then yeah. you pile drive. Then... That's like a muscle buster. Yes, it is like a muscle Which buster. Match was that? Must, uh, that was the Pentagon. Right, and Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Oh my God, if you're into wrestling, you should watch AEW. Yeah, AEW's great. Um, but anyway, this, this Donnie Yen film, it just had choreography that was definitely more my style. It had like crazy bumps, crazy stunts, crazy falls. It was flashy. It wasn't like, there was no MMA stuff. Uh, he used nunchucks at the end. <laughs> great stuff. I just really, really like that. And I'm shocked so many people don't like it. I honestly, it's up there with his best films and the rest of it's good as well it's like it's almost like a political thriller it's really interesting um yeah that's basically oh and i want to say sorry i'm rambling on now but back to scott adkins a new trailer came out for his new film which is called i have to look it up it's called max something uh max cloud in which basically he plays a video game character Okay, because I was going to say that's dumb. dumb (laughs) He plays a video game character who's actually in a video game, and then someone gets sucked into the video game and has to kind of be a sidekick. And he's like a... um, He's like an over-the-top macho... You know, he just kicks everyone's ass and is like says corny one line. He's basically Arnold Schwarzenegger, but sadly with an American accent. The film... Looks fucking horrendous. Oh man! And do you know what? Sounds Every, good. Everyone across over the internet is like, "This film looks great. It looks so funny. It looks so cool. I think it looks shite." Hmm. Uh, so not like the Ryan Reynolds like video game one. No, that one looks interesting. I can't yeah. remember what that's called yeah. either. Oh, um, something man. Yeah, yeah, something like Casual Man or casual <laughs> i don't think it's called casual that man. sounds like a clothing store right yeah yeah the casual man <laughs> that's where i get my suits 20 percent off yeah, at the casual the man casual man um i don't know what it's called actually it's called something man yeah um uh, all these movies we were hearing about just disappeared you know yeah. free guy free guy i was nowhere <laughs> casual man casual <laughs> man well uh 2022 i'll be starring in a film called casual man um yeah all these films are getting pushed back uh there's rumors that they're talking about maybe possibly releasing the new wonder woman on hbo max in january um and not putting it out in theaters Uh, i doubt they will i doubt they will but we'll see but yeah loads of stuff being pushed back but that max cloud film like not having to pay for it uh, well, you'll need HBO subscription. Still, but though. Yeah, Not for like free. on, like, Prime, where you'd have to pay. Yeah, I yeah. think it's weird. I, I don't I don't get that. there's no way they would make their money back. Yeah, like, at least Which... Mul- Mulan went for, like, 30 bucks a pop. Right. So That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was paying. And they're releasing it on, uh, like, next month on Disney Plus for free. Oh. So. Yeah, we haven't watched it. We why? haven't seen I, it. I haven't. Of course I haven't, because I don't have it. Uh, but. Uh, heard it's not even good right 
I've heard mixed reviews. Some people say, it, well, I say mixed reviews. I've heard kind of, oh, it's all right, it's fine, and then I've heard that it's garbage. Mm. So I haven't heard anyone say it's like a stellar, fantastic film. So the trailer looks so good, though. Yeah, mm. it looks it looks cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I still want to see it. Um, I think Tenet is gonna hit um streaming platforms. I think next month as well. So I'll probably rent that uh, just to see what that's all about. Um, there's a new Ip Man film out next month as well. Ip Man Kung Fu Master, which they, they really <laughs> ran out of titles. Just terrible. But it looks fucking awesome. It looks... I can't wait to watch it. It's got Dennis Toe as Ip Man again from uh, Legend is Born. And uh, I can't wait to watch it. I watched another Ip Man. There's so many Ip Man films. I watched another Ip Man film last week as well. It's called... These titles are so bad. It's called Ip Man Crisis Time. God damn it. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shut up. And all I can describe it as is Die Hard, except Ip Man's John McClane. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. He's trapped in a building, and all he has to do is fight terrorists. Sounds like The Raid. But, yeah, it is Does, like The what's Raid. What's that one with the most shooting? Hard Boiled? Isn't that kind of Die Hardy? It, well, he's in the Very hospital at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The one we watched? For the mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit Die Hardy at the end. Yeah. Um, die Hardy is Tom Hardy's brother. I was, that was going with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you beat me to it. Crisis Time isn't the best. If you're if it's a rainy Sunday and you run out of movies to watch and you're looking for like a kung fu movie that you haven't seen before, seek out Crisis Time. It's it's not going to blow your socks off. It's uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, nothing great. Um, anyone else got anything to contribute in terms of anything you've yeah. watched? Yeah, what have you watched? It, just last night, actually. I binged it a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah? There's a show called 60 Days In. Have you heard of that? No, I've never heard of it. It's on Netflix, and they basically take six people who, like, typically they have military experience or were cops or are or know stuff about drugs, etc. Gang knowledge. Is it like they put them in prison? They put them in prison, and they have to act like they're real prisoners and get the info. Wait, wait, wait. Nope, nope, is it nope, real? Nope, nope. Yeah. Wait, this is a reality show yeah. where they put ex-cops or cops in with real prisoners. Sometimes they're just people that like don't like drugs. <laughs> and they have to go in there and get intel. And they're, be- and, and they're getting intel for uh, yep. law enforcement. Why have I never heard of this show? It How great. is it's it recorded? I don't so scary. Then. Well, the prison already has a lot of cameras. So they kind of just use prison cameras. That's interesting. And then I think like they when they want their interviews, they'll like take people out of the cells without anyone knowing. Got you, got you. It's 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 kind of a slow burner. The first episode, nothing really happens. Okay. Um, but it's getting crazier. Does it dramatic? Did they, did they put him in for sixty days? Is that the concept? Days. Damn. And it's weird. Like you know that experiment in Stanford or something. Yeah. The yes, I know exactly what you mean. The, I can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. Stam- let's say Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I should know that because I'm a psych major. That's bad. Um, <laughs> but like he, they went, okay, you 10 guys are cops. You 10 guys are criminals. And they're like, in the beginning, they're chatting, having a good time. But then like a couple days in or a couple weeks in, they become their characters. Yeah. Like they feel like right. prisoners. And like the cops are like beating them and stuff. Yeah, it's a real experiment. They're just normal people. But they say, you guys are cops, you guys uh, are prisoners. And eventually they just, yeah, like Sarah says. They shut it down. It, yeah, they just adopt right. those rules so that the, the police or the officers just start fucking with the prisoners. There's a film about it. It's actually a pretty good film. Yeah, Nuts. But to that point, I feel like, I've only watched a few episodes. I feel like the people that volunteered are starting to like 
become prisoners. Get, like they're getting really relaxed and they're nice. like talking to people mm-hmm. like they're best friends. That's so interesting. I might watch an episode or two of that. It sounds something like I'd like. It's not bad. Yeah, what's that one where they make all the kids cry in prison? <laughs> like scared, scared straight. straight, scared straight. Like Do you know what? I don't mind an episode or two of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, they just take kids into prison and make them cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good show. Um, I don't think we've watched anything else. Mandalorian. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? I really like The Mandalorian. I I I only have one thing to say. Go ahead. Are you like caught up? Yeah. Yeah. I think I missed a couple episodes from the last one, but I'm caught up now. Yeah. Um, Nothing really happens. Yeah. Right. Am I wrong? Well, I I read an article on, um, on online the other day that said this past episode, this Friday's episode... Uh, we're recording this Saturday. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> they said that that is essentially starting the big plot. So okay. there's things in there. Um, do you know Katie Sackhoff? Do you know who yeah, she yeah, is? Yeah. yeah. Katie Sackhoff apparently is a very big character in the Star Wars mytho- myth- mythology. Oh, her. Mythology? Oh, her. I forget what she said her name was. Yeah, Kylo Ren or something. Um, and she <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> she is a big part. She was in um, Star Wars, uh, the uh, Clone Wars uh, TV show, the animated one. Okay. I oh. think. And apparently, yeah, she's a she's a big, um, big part of the universe. So people are saying that this things are going to come from this this last episode. Yeah, because it was like, it was short. It's All of a sudden it was over and I was just episode, like, that felt, though. that felt it's way beautiful. too short. It's great. Everything about it is great. Yeah. It's so small and compact and that like not a lot, like you said, not a lot happens. It's it's almost like, um I said the other week to you actually, it's almost like, like Law and Order that something, it's very episodic. Yes, exactly. Like there's no overarching. They're like skits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not a lot. Not okay, a lot happens. Real quick, I'm sure everyone who watches it or wants to already knows this. I'm going to spoil a certain character. All right, spoilers. Is that fa- fine? Fast okay. forward about 60 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Boba Fett. Yes. Okay, so if this is when Yoda's young... Well, it's, it's not. It's not. That's what blew my mind. What? An, right? It's that not. That isn't Yoda. That's not Yoda. So, this, remember, so in the first episode... What the right, heck so in that It blew first, Devin's mind as yeah, well. Yeah, in that first episode with Timothy Oliphant, and he was talking about how... Um, um, the Death Star. How the Death Star was destroyed. So this is after this Return is of the Jedi. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. You've, you've taken my one question and made <laughs> five now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's not Yoda. It's five years after? Five years yeah. after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Huh. So after the second Death Star blowing up, it's five years after that. I, I'm good to go now. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why is Boba Fett so old? Yeah, yeah. If Baby Yoda's 50 or, you know, child. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when we were reading about it, like I, at first I was like, oh, that's Yoda. Okay, what's going to happen? This is years before Luke Skywalker. No, right. it's not. Luke Skywalker is technically alive at yeah, this point. Yeah, Luke Skywalker is alive yeah. and well. You know what also makes sense? The Stormtroopers uniforms are the cool ones. You know, from like Darth Vader times. Oh, okay. And okay. they don't have like the more less modern ones. I don't remember the modern ones. I can't. I like, like Captain Phasma's mirror sure. outfit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like, because also what I was thinking with the Mandalorian, it's, I was just like... <clears throat> When I when Sean told me that and how this is after Return of the Jedi, I was like, "How does no one know what this creature is?" Because like, because yeah. like Yoda is a big fucking deal, but then Yoda's a big point. deal to us because we saw him in 
in the original Star Wars, he had been like off alone on some yeah. weird like oh, yeah. swamp planet for God knows how yeah, long. Yeah, he'd been on the planet. Right? Uh, um, and I then, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Tangerine, whatever it's called. <laughs> Tatooine? No, he it wasn't on Tatooine. Tatooine. And, and then, which, like, which and then he, and then he dies. So, who knows how long, you know? So, and if he was really, you know, if there aren't rare, if they're really rare, if Yoda was the only one, he was on that planet by himself for whoever knows how long. Should we just throw Royal Warriors in the bin and talk about, <laughs> yeah, talk about Mandalorian? We are having a okay. good time. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not having to go. I'm. I'm enjoying this a lot. So yeah. So anyway. So that's when I was just. So that's what you know. So yeah. I guess no one really has seen Yoda for yeah a long it time. It seems like Yoda for was, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Yoda was the last one. It right. seems, and then this one is the new one that's right. popped up. Yeah. So, th- so I guess I was like, I guess it makes sense that no one really has ever seen one of his yeah. before. So everyone one calling of him whatever baby Yoda, Yoda, whatever species Yoda is supposed to be. Is so that's why no one recognizes the baby. Yeah. There you go. Put put the applause on. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh wait, I have to turn it up. Hold on. This is for Yoda. Uh. Yay, Yoda! All right, we're still going. There we go. <laughs> applause for Baby Yoda that isn't Baby Yoda. Um, should we jump into the film? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let let's me pull up my notes. Let's talk about Royal Warriors. Royal Warriors. So, like I said earlier, it's a 1986 film directed by David Chung, who also directed um, Michelle Yeoh's other popular uh, movie of that time, which is Magnificent Warriors. It stars Michelle Yeoh. It stars Hiroyuki Sanada, Michael Wong, and briefly Michael Chanwine Man, who is amazing, but he dies about fucking three minutes into this film which is a joke it is choreographed by man koi if people don't know man koi is a very very famous fight choreographer of the 80s uh he was also cynthia rothrock's ex-boyfriend um yeah he, he choreographed a lot of her films uh aka in the line of duty and that's about that title all. makes much more sense in the line of duty is a much better title royal warriors is not why. well technically she says she's part of the royal hong kong police so royal warriors kind of makes sense. Oh. Um, so let's let's jump into it and let's let's talk about it. Oh, let's actually get opinions first. I completely forgot about that. Who wants to? Get, oh, I suppose I should reveal something. I picked this film for this episode, and I was just like, "This is good film. They're gonna love it. I'm looking forward to it." Ten minutes into this film, I realized I've never seen it. <laughs> I have. I had never seen this film. Like. I even don't think I'd seen any of the fight scenes from this film. I was thinking of a completely different film, and I don't know what that film was. Um, but, yeah, ten minutes in, I was just like, nope, never seen this. And by the end, I was just like, no way have I seen this. <laughs> so, who wants to go first with their opinion? How about you go first, since you first yeah. time you've seen it? Oh, this is so exciting. I don't, I don't often get the chance to do this. Uh, so, Royal Warriors is a good to great film, in my opinion. Um, it is an unusual film, I think, uh, in that it's, let me put it this way. The action in the film is fantastic. Like this film nails everything. It nails shootouts. It nails a car chase. It nails, uh, like, uh, hand on hand, uh, hand to hand action sequences. The ending is suitably bananas. It, it does great things with the action. The characters doesn't do a lot with it's a bit paper thin on the old character side uh michelle yo we know nothing about her like we don't even need to give a fuck about her in this film she's great she kicks ass but we don't know 
anything about her. Um, and then there's there's this romance angle which is Ugh. daft as a brush. It's 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 yeah, not good. I have things to say about that. Yeah. So um, and then Hiroyuki Sonada is great in the beginning. Then they forget about him and bring him back at the end. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this film. I will say I enjoyed it because it gives us enough action beats between the nonsense and keeps it oh, going. I agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It's not. It, it doesn't. It's not scarce on action, and um, I think it has an interesting angle in that there are no henchmen. Oh yeah, there's just like one guy like, fighting them each time. Yeah, yeah, that's the one true. guy that shoots up the club, the one guy at the end, the that's Michael true. Chan Y. Oh, there's two in the plane, but there's, but there's they no were henchmen. but they were still but they were still like a part of the four. That's a yeah, good point, right? Are, How is yeah. there so much fighting if there's only one? guy? Exactly, <laughs> that's the weird thing. There's no like one on three brawls apart from when he goes to the ship. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Speaking of a weird tangent in the movie, mm-hmm. they're probably like, oh, dude, we're at one hour and 25 minutes. <laughs> we're at 25. We need another good. fight scene. Oh. He goes to get guns and whoops everyone's asses. Yes. Just oh, had no That's reason. exactly it. That's exactly it. They had to include another fight scene, which I was thankful for. It's a mm-hmm. great fight. Um, so I very much enjoyed this film. I, I didn't love it. Um, I wouldn't say it's a classic, but I would say I would definitely watch it again. Um, I enjoyed it enough. And I'll, I'll get into the fight scenes later. Anyone else? God, that was a long opinion. Sorry. Anyone else? Yeah, I'll go. Go on. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I agree. Uh, action scenes were great. There was some, you know, terrible stuff about it, uh, the which I which we'll get into we'll, later. We'll get into. Um, but overall, yeah, I'd say I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Good. Good. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you like the action. Seeing a very young Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was great. Uh, uh, I've got some facts about Michelle Yeoh that'll blow your socks off yeah. in a minute. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll read them off. Uh, thumbs up for me. I liked it. How old do you think Michelle Yeoh was in this film, Cyrus? Good God. Was this 34 years ago? Yeah, go on. Take a swing. 25. Ooh, close enough. 24. Okay. Yeah, she was a young, uh, young lady. She older than that, kind of. I think it's an I, 80s thing. I think it's what she's wearing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. She 80s, looks very matronly. Yeah. She was wearing yeah, like yeah. a grandma's scarf she, outfit. Yeah. She looked, a lot of the wardrobe. She I was dressed like, like one of the Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It but was, it was very, it was all very 80s. Very 80s. I can um, imagine. What if we were this, our, our current age, but living in the 80s? Well, we wouldn't we, know it any different. No, we would be wearing. But imagine we'd be wearing that shit. shit. Yeah. And loving every minute of it. <laughs> Spikes um, and like fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. What did you think of the film, Cyrus? I thought it was average. Yeah. Just, I, I thought. I mean, I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah. Okay. No matter yeah. what. Yeah, I understand. And parts of it were annoying, but yeah. some of the fights were good. So. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Michael, I would like to kill him. Oh. We'll we'll get on to Michael. Michael oh. is just. Um, oh dear. Do I thought of as well? Hmm. Right. Michael Wong is the name of the character. Yep. And it's played by the actor, Michael Wong. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal just played a character called Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> yeah. in a film. And it was like completely unironic. It was just like, oh yeah, my character's called Jake Gyllenhaal. Because like Jackie Chan is called Jackie in all his films. Yeah. Like Rumble in the Bronx, he's called Jackie. Um, First Strike, he's called Jackie. Imagine if it was just like, oh yeah, this is Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's, he's an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we how just... did you have the time to <laughs> yeah, become an astronaut, Jake? Just, yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird as hell. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll jump into Michael in a bit because uh, he's got a lot going on. 
Um, he is basically a plot device, but we'll we'll talk about that. Ugh. Do you want some Michelle Yeoh facts? Yes. All right. I've got some good ones for you. Hold up. Let me pull them up. So, Michelle Yeoh is the highest paid actress in Asia. What? Yep. Asia. I can... Asia. Well, China's pretty big. I huh? can see that. Who's bigger than her? In Asia? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Michelle Yeoh, highest paid actress in Asia. Also, I think that's cheating a little bit because she's from Asia, but she's doing big Hollywood films. She's in Guardians of the Galaxy for like two minutes, but she's doing like fairly big okay. films. She's in a new one with, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. I won't delve into it. I've completely forgotten what it's called. Um, she can speak Cantonese, but she cannot read Chinese. So she can't read Chinese on the page. She can speak Cantonese. And she needed a phonetic, or phonetic, sorry, guide to pronounce lines in Mandarin in Crouching Tiger. Because she doesn't speak Mandarin. And she can't read Chinese. That's crazy. Because she's from Malaysia. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's from Malaysia. So she doesn't actually speak Chinese. uh, Sorry, she speaks Cantonese, but she can't read Chinese, which I found fascinating. Wow. I did not know that. Hmm. I I think that's just my mind being stupid and just... Oh, since she's in Hong Kong films, she must be from Hong Kong. <laughs> what about the Japanese dude? He was speaking Chinese? I mean... Because mine's dubbed. Yeah, I mean, he was... Yes, in ours, he was speaking Chinese. He was dubbed uh, by someone speaking Chinese. But I don't know what language he was speaking originally. I don't think he speaks Chinese. Well, he had to be speaking Chinese in the movie because... They'd speak Chinese. Yeah, I don't... Know. Yeah, it was it was unusual. I, I don't know what was going on. Mm. Did you recognize that guy? Hell yeah. Okay. My <laughs> samurai, baby. That's yep. right. That's right. And okay. uh, recently, we watched uh, Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is not a martial artist, which you may have known already. She know has already. never studied martial arts in her life. Uh, she's a dancer. She started off in dance. Um... In her early films, she was credited as Michelle Kahn because they thought that would be better for Western audiences to understand rather than Michelle Yeoh. And then this is the one that absolutely blew my socks off. She basically has a French knighthood. <laughs> I don't know why. Really? She, apparently she has a French knighthood and and I, I don't know what that's all about. No idea. I didn't even know that they did that over there. I didn't know that. Their equivalent of a knighthood, whatever that may be. And also, I found out that Hiroyuki Sanada, you guys may not know this person. Oh, you probably will. Hiroyuki Sanada is a protege of Sonny Chiba. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Do you know Sonny Chiba? Uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah. I was about to say, I know that, I rec- oh, that name sounds familiar. He's Hattori Hanzo in okay. Kill Bill. Oh, okay. Um, he's a very, very famous Japanese martial arts actor. Um, but I didn't know that Sanada is a protege of him. Um, but anyway, we can jump into the film and have a little chat about it. Um, I'm going to say the first thing. When this film started, I didn't know where we were. I didn't know right? what was happening. Right? I, I was, was like, like she's Chinese, sort of... but it looks like Japan, kind of. There's some sort of parade happening. What? In... Can you tell me what that parade was? Nope, there's a lot of different a things happening. A lot of things going on. Something was going on. Some sort of celebration was being had. At one time, I thought there was a bunch of guys doing kung fu. They weren't doing kung fu. It, it was, was interpretive like, oh, the guys dance. In, the guys in all white. Yes. Yeah, it looked like some sort of dance. There were cool. punk singers. Yep. Um, there were. Well, I think guys and uh, people impersonating the Beatles. Definitely people impersonating the uh, Beatles. They were in British British flag suits. Yeah. 
I didn't know what was going on when this film started. I was just yeah, like, I was just like, all right, some sort of parade. And as for country, you're absolutely right. I didn't know what country we were in. Yeah, me either. Um, yeah, it, it baffled me. Uh, and then Michelle Yeoh is taking pictures with her 80s camera, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Um, yeah, so the film got off to a weird start. Basically, there's a parade, and did they? mug someone they stole so something. basically so some thugs came into a restaurant looking for some dude some and thugs and, <laughs> and how very cnn of you right or Fox they, were News looking, of you. they were looking for some guy who was a part or used to be a part of their like gang but didn't want to be anymore and so oh yeah they came into this restaurant looking for him and was roughing up these old people and you know started chasing this guy and just basically was like there's no leaving our gang. You're in it. You're in it forever and whatever. And they started chasing him and end up in this parade with, um, what were they using? What were those little, like I, was cleavers, them, right? I, was, I was calling them, I was calling them small swords. Cleavers. That's what they look like. No, they're, they were like samurai swords. But yeah, oh, like but they small, were the smaller yeah, ones. Like yeah. small katanas? Yeah, I guess so. And yeah, and so my first note was, so a guy was literally just cut and attacked with a small sword right in the middle of this parade and... Everyone apparently seems cool with it, except for Michelle. Yeah, they're busy getting down. Yeah, they're yeah. just, I guess, too distracted by all the the festivities. And also, that whole scene or whatever yeah. is just to show you that she's good at kung fu. That's all it is, isn't it? It's just yeah. an opening fight to tell yeah, you. Yeah, that yeah. I don't and she's noise. like oh, very, on. yeah, arrogant and just having a great grand old time with these dudes. Who's she? Yeah, she's nifty at the beginning. What annoys me is that she fights with a kendo stick. Yeah. I just she had a kendo stick. I've seen so much wrestling with kendo sticks mm-hmm. and I'm so sick of fucking kendo sticks. <laughs> so to see a kendo stick in this film I was very disappointed although she does do some decent stuff with it. At one point she does a flying scissor lock to a guy's arm and it's amazing. It was great. They show yeah. it in slow motion. Um Yeah, that's great. That's how the film starts. And then yeah, at the end she whips out her badge and like I'm a police officer. Got a question about that, please? Yeah. Okay. If you're a police officer, Let's say that you guys are an American police officer. Not you, both American yeah. police officers. You're in Australia. Can you just pull your badge out and be like, "I'm a cop. I'm arresting well, you." See, if an Australian, you here's can't do that. Right? At this point, I didn't. Re- I didn't know where she was, so I just thought was. I just thought she was just out and about on her day. Oh yeah, I knew she was in Asia. I just didn't know. Well, where. yeah, but I didn't know that she wasn't in her. You know, wherever, whatever country that she actually lived in. I didn't know that she yeah. was fucking on vacation, which we found out later. Yeah. I just, you know, all I knew was, yeah, they were in Asia somewhere, and there was a parade, and then some bad guys, and she whips out her badge, and you, I'm like, you, is she gonna arrest these? Guys? You can't do that, right? You can't do that no. No. you have no unless you have like interpol or some sort of special <laughs> right 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 yes I, I they do that in a lot of films where it's just like oh i'm a i'm a new york police officer yes but you're in fucking nigeria <laughs> <laughs> you have no jurisdiction here what is going on yeah and then when, so when she got to the airport and onto the plane and especially with um What's his name? Hiroyuki Sonata. Thank you. With him on there, I 100% what, thought that You must she... have had a nickname for him. Come on. You've got I... a nickname for everyone. Did you call him the Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have. I couldn't come up with you anything can, You can just him. go with uh, Kenshi. Isn't that his name? In what? I didn't know what his name this. was in this movie. Oh, I don't know what his name was. I didn't know. Though. I just knew it, uh, um, his last name. What was it? Like Yam- Yamada? Yamoto or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Yakamoto um, or Yamamoto. Yamamoto, yeah. Yamamoto, yeah. So, yeah. like, when she got on that plane and he was there, 
I 100% thought that she was on a plane going to Japan. I didn't realize that she was coming from Japan. 100%. In fact, I've got an even weirder question about about him but we'll we'll, we'll t- oh about, yeah I about his about his him. journey yeah uh but we'll him talk about the plane for a second marriage right have you ever been on a plane with two stories no well no <laughs> do they make them anymore yeah probably i think for like I, I assume so for like really long flights like if we were like from here to australia maybe why just because of the distance so if it may- more people yeah and maybe you can like since it's so long you can stretch out Oh, maybe. That, I, well, I do wonder that, if they still make those. Also, there was a child in this film yeah. throwing a paper airplane on a plane, just yeah. down the aisles. Yeah. I would show Ryukan that child in his jawbone so hard. <laughs> hey, oh, well, my God. But then, is that a long flight from Japan to wherever they're going? To Hong Kong? China? Yeah, Hong Kong. They went. Japan to Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. No, right? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I didn't think so. That's like flying from so, I don't know. like California to um, Japan. <laughs> I was it's so funny. I was trying to think of an American state and I couldn't think of one. The one I had had in my head was Indiana, and I couldn't come up with Indiana. <laughs> Where's Indiana? I don't know. In the middle of the country. Okay. So anyway. Okay. So yeah. So all right. So yeah. So apparently she was in Japan. She's on this plane to fly back to China. That's where we're introduced to the Wolverine and um, and Michael. And Michael. Good old just Michael. A creep from the start. He's yes. Just, can I help you with anything? Fuck off, Michael. Yeah, she was just like, nah, I'm, dog. And he's like, no, I'm airport I? security, right? That's what he said he was, airport security. Why did he say he was airport security when he was actually a... What was he? <laughs> what was Michael? I thought he was airport security. He's like an air marshal. Okay. But he's also like a cop somehow. No, Yeah. I didn't know how like where his privilege where his privileges as airport security went when he's like on the ground. Yeah, apparently, uh, if you're an air marshal, you can just solve crimes just anywhere. Really, yeah. doesn't really matter. But yeah, he's macking on Michelle Yeoh. Straight macking on her hard. Yeah, he came off yeah hard. From All right, the get-go. and then he sees a uh, uh, Yamamoto is in her seat, but he's not in her seat. And they have a weird exchange. I didn't understand yeah. any of that. Oh, the stewardess said, that's your seat. And she was trying to say, oh, excuse me, I think you're in my seat. It was trying to establish that he was Japanese, right? That's what it was setting up. Yeah. This guy's Japanese. She's not. Right. Yeah. We're off to the races. But that wasn't her seat. That wasn't, wasn't his. Right. No. <sighs> We're off to a good start yeah. with this. And then, and then also, like, Michael, like, spilling all the tea on this plane about how... A, a criminal was being escorted, uh, you know, to to this civilian. Here's the question I have about the entire movie. Yeah, the thing that I was waiting to ask: the most what crime had he committed? Who are the? What did these guys do? <laughs> what the four? The gang? Yeah. The four. So it seems <laughs> they didn't say one thing. Was I know, it drugs? Was it murder? True. That's very true. So I, I thought me, he go on. To me, it seemed like these four guys, you know, as it showed in like these like flashbacks, they were in the military together and they formed this bond. And, you know, if anyone fucks with them, one, yeah. they fuck with them all. And I think they were just off living their separate lives. I don't think they were all involved in crime together. I think it's simply a matter of the one guy, the um, uh, the one criminal, he got caught by the police. For what? 
<laughs> yeah, for what I don't know. What his God crime was? I'm sure they right. say. I'm what sure they say was. he murdered two people. Okay, what his crime was? Point. Yeah, I don't know. And then that, and him being arrested and potentially going to prison or being executed, is what spurred the that, second guy on the plane. That's his all friend. I need. Yeah, yeah, his friend. Give me to two come people died and try to get him off the plane to rescue him, so yeah. he doesn't get like go to prison or get the death sentence. And then okay. them two dying. Sparks the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. And isn't it kind of funny how just anyone can bring grenades and right. onto a plane? It was right. the 80s. Before, it was the 80s. Yeah, before <laughs> security. You can bring cocaine on the flight. You can bring whatever yeah. you want. By the way, that actor, the, the one, uh, the, fir- the, the first criminal, uh, that actor is a guy called Michael Chan, Chan Wai Man. He's in a lot of, um, he's in a lot of Jackie Chan films. I think he's in a few. And he's in a whole bunch of Kung Fu films. He's known for, I believe, in real life, being hard as fucking nails. Like, you don't fuck with Michael Chan, my man. Apparently, he had ties to, like, the Chinese mafia in real life. And, yeah, he was not to be messed with. Um, and they, and he's a great martial artist. He's fantastic. And they kill him off in, like, three Yeah, minutes. everything about that, like, hijacking or whatever. What their plan was, I don't know. Like... I was going to call Devin out, I will admit. Because she goes... Why would you do all this on a fucking flying plane? Yeah. And I didn't my, think they were flying. In my head, I was like, they haven't taken off yet. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> think they were flying. And then two minutes later, we found out they've been in the air. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wouldn't you do it at the very last second? Right. They're just Either shooting before, guns yeah. or after. guns willy-nilly in this fucking plane. They, they are. But yeah, I was just like, this is a, just a terrible plan. What is the plan? And they hijack the plane. They're trying to get to the cockpit. And, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? How are you gonna sneakily like land I, and escape a big old fucking jumbo jet with, with two like, stories? Take right. us to the nearest thingy, <laughs> even though you're probably over water, <laughs> and then we'll get out and you guys f off. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I was just like, this whole thing is absurd. And then once great the shootout, scene, though. yeah, sure. <clears throat> once the shootout started, I was just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. And I tell you what, uh, um, Michelle Yeoh kills a man by shoving his head out of uh, a plane window while the plane's in the air. Yep. And he gets f- frozen, we'd say? Frozen, suffocating, or something. Know, yeah, it's something. beautiful. It's it's a yeah. great little moment. We need I thought. The, uh, the home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will preload a bunch of sounds on this. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's how that's how we, we jump off on this movie. Right. So, yeah. I had yeah, my notes about this plane. Yeah. Really, up until this point, we don't know who's who. We don't know what's going on. We don't know right. what Sonard is all about. Sorry, the right. Wolverine's all about. We don't know what Michael Wong's all about, other than he's a filthy pervert. Yeah. And we know Michelle Yeoh is a, a, a Hong Kong police officer in Japan. Um, it's only when they land where we kind of... Things get fleshed out a little bit. In my notes, um, I've just got Michael Wong's a stalker. Yep. Oh, I wrote that too. Bingo. Stalker behavior. Soccer behavior. Bingo, dude. Oh, by the way, not <laughs> before that. Um, uh, I think um, w- we find out that Michael Chan, my man, who gets killed on the plane, has a friend who's in Hong Kong, and the friend finds out about him dying. He's like really angry. This is one of his sworn brothers from from the war, and he says to someone, "Meet me at the Jumbo Restaurant." Yep. Here's a tip: don't ever take me to a restaurant called Jumbo Restaurant. <laughs> I do not want to go there. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that, that in there. That place looked awesome. I like. I no, that was that was the other restaurant. We'll, we'll get to that. No, 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 no. The jumbo one on the restaurant 
on the water? On the water. That's where... Oh, that one was nice. That one looks Sorry. Nice. You're I referring to California. I'm talking oh. about California, which we will <laughs> we get will to get later on. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe, am I right? Right. (laughs) That's what I... I didn't realize it was called California, so I was calling it Tic-tac-toe bar. When he said... It it took me like a minute. He's like, all right, I'll see you in California. I was like, are they going to go to California? In my notes, I said, are they meeting at the Hotel California? Ooh. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll get into the California in a minute. There's a lot of stuff going on there. It's... So, okay, real quick. Yeah. They kill all three of the guys, right? Yeah. They get off the plane, press... Right. They agree to meet up at a restaurant later. The Jumbo, Jumbo restaurant at yeah. night. They do wife, baby of uh, Wolverine. Yep. The him and his wife have a lot of stare downs. What's going on? Yeah, that's I. I made a note of that. My note for them was, "What is up with this couple?" I mean, oh. obviously, she wants him to stop being a police officer, right? Because it's dangerous. Right. Here's my. There's so much looking. Here's my there's notes. a lot of tension happening between them. There's something. There's some history. Some weirdness happening. There's there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of like yearning looks. And then I, I had, yeah, I, I have a note that says, "So wait, Hiroyuki Sanada had traveled from Japan to Hong Kong to quit his job and take his wife back to Japan. Why was his wife in Hong Kong? You picking that up, <laughs> right?" Right. He goes, okay, okay. <laughs> Fucking makes no sense. Yeah. Okay, he goes from China, from Japan yes. to China yes. to just like have dinner with his wife so that he goes back to Japan. And quit his job. And if he was a Why not co- just say, hey, honey, come on over. But if he's a cop, is he a cop in Japan or is he a cop in Hong Kong? That's what I was wondering. So, so here's here's my theory. Because <laughs> I came up, I came up with a whole, I came up with a whole like explanation in my head, whether it's true or not. I thought maybe they like maybe because she didn't like his his him being a police officer it's too dangerous so she left him and so he oh so he was like okay I want you know it, then so that is what explained like the awkwardness because there was there was some fucking awkwardness between these two I didn't know That's what was bad. going on and so then I was so then I was just like okay he wants his family back he wants his wife back so he quits his job what which country that he's working in I don't know but <laughs> either way he quits his job he goes to his wife I've quit you know I'm you know I'm you don't have to I, I'm not going to be in this dangerous line of work anymore okay, you know what he could have I want to focus on my family use the phone yeah. Yep. But hey, good. hey, but if she left him though, that's something you gotta go oh, to her in person. Can I just make a note first? Before that, uh Michael Wong, this is the most, this is one of the most insane things. Michael Wong offers to drive Michelle Yo to her house. She goes, No, I don't want to ride with you. She gets a taxi to her house and he follows. and he goes to her house. Why pay for a taxi and not just get in his car? I don't think creep. she expected him to fucking follow her in his car. I'll take the risk. I'll just go, all right, give me a ride home. Oh, but he's a bit weird. And then he, he got into her, up to the door. Yeah. And she said, you're not getting through this door. Yeah. And he does a weird knock. Yeah. And then she opens it. <sighs> he actually says, he was... in our version, he says, open sesame. Yeah. Okay. He's creepy as hell. I didn't I didn't care for his aggression. Yeah. If no all. one knows Michael Wong, by the way, he's a very famous actor. He's also the brother of Russell Wong, who's the bad guy in Romeo Must Die. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I thought they looked similar. I yeah. thought he looked kind of familiar. Um. Yeah, Michael Wong's a, a weirdo. I'm sorry, I'm just looking through my notes now. So where are we? Also, we're in. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly where we are. So we're in the uh, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata's house with his wife, his kid. The, Raven- the best parts is coming. Oh my out. god, that cute little kid. <laughs> They're having breakfast. Did anyone notice that their toast was abnormally large? <laughs> 
Yeah. You think so? I don't yeah. mean they were toasting someone. Their whole, bread was Yeah, huge. and that was a part of the awkwardness. Her just kind of holding that piece of toast in her, you know, in front of her face, just kind of staring at them. So that's that's when my whole scenario formed of what was happening and yeah. why they lo- why they seemed so awkward. Yeah. And so he, you know, declared that he was quitting and so, you know, he wants his family back. He loves his family. This is going to be a fresh start for them. Him no longer being a police officer and so yeah. things are going to be okay. He, he gives her a piece of toast. Yes. And she looks at it like it's the Hope Diamond. Right. Yes. Yes. Maybe there's some Japanese societal norms or I, I don't even know if I'm using the right words. Yeah. She, she looks at him like he just made that loaf um, himself <laughs> with blood, sweat, and tears. Even though that she made breakfast. Yeah. yeah. She made breakfast. Yeah. Um, and then do we want to see what happens next? Oh, man. I forget. Go for it. So, Go so on. basically, there's still this investigation on the plane about what happened on the plane. Oh. And, <laughs> and Michelle Yeoh and Michael, they, why, I'm still so confused as to why Michael is involved, I guess, because he's airport He's an air marshal, baby. <laughs> and so they wanted to, to interview, Son- uh, what's his name, Sonata? Yeah. Uh, about, you know, him and his participation in thwarting these yep. criminals on the plane and the best bit and the they're outside happens. and he says goodbye to his <laughs> wife and child and they get in the car to go you to know, the they're airport. gonna go to the airport and then he's gonna meet them at the airport once his interview is done <laughs> and that fucking car goes up in flames <laughs> there was a bomb underneath that car because it was one of the guys one of the four brothers from yep. they uh were trying to kill sonata and they put this bomb his wife and child explode and they basically. just it was you know, it's really, I'm going to use a cuss word. Well, it was fucked up. It yep. was. Because so they got exploded up. up yep. And he didn't even take a look. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm out of here. Well, I mean, yeah. They, like. It's, I mean, that car, like. It's not even a casual explosion. No, it's, it's a not. Straight, it's a straight. Yeah, just, it, it's insane. It yeah. is incinerated. That poor, cute, little, chubby, cheeked little girl. That, that child had a poor haircut, though. Yeah, yeah, but she was cute, though. Then again, I had a bad haircut back then. Um, yeah, so the, so yeah, so w- then the car chase begins, which was a really decent car chase, Yay. right? So the bad guy takes off in a car. Sonata hops in the car after him. Michelle Yeoh and Michael are in a third car going after uh, him as well. By the way, uh, Michael drives a Jaguar. Jaguar, sorry, in this country, he drives a ja- Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> say it however you want to say it. <laughs> All right, Jaguar. He drives a Jaguar, and then later on, it's Jaguar gets fucking shots of shit or he crashes or something yeah i think he crashed and then he's driving a mercedes i for i didn't i knew about yeah i noticed the mercedes i didn't realize what that other i want to be an air marshal yeah i think air marshal is you can just walk into any other job and be it like you just walk into an office and just like i'm an accountant and they're like oh yeah he's like well i'm an air marshal they're like well come on in (laughs) i'm commandeering this office exactly exactly i'm just gonna be a yeah whatever for the day um, so a great, I think it's a great car, uh, car chase. It's very Hong Kong style action. Uh, the cars all look like they're made out of cardboard Ooh, because yeah. they just crunch when they hit each other. Yeah, they do. There's random ramps in the road that every car jumps and over. And they, yeah, hopping over these things and just crashing to there's, the ground and still going. There's at least three scenes where a car goes over a ramp and it they have like to, it should have they had to cut. Because it definitely went over. Yeah, it one hundred percent had no to have, doubt like, flipped over. No doubt it flipped over. Mm. Um, but it's fantastic. I really enjoyed it. It's, I did too. It's, it's a great car chase. Um, there's crazy stunts. Um, it looked like Hiroyuki Sonata didn't even use a stunt double in some of them, which was interesting. 
Um, yeah, it's really, really good stuff. I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, and then the guy gets away? He yeah. does get away. He okay. gets away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm looking... This film's hard to remember. And then, it is. So, yeah. Right. And then so... Okay, so he gets away. Oh, and then we go to California. Well, yeah. Well, basically, yeah. So basically, like, now, like, basically they're like, Sonata, he can't be a part of this investigation or, or you know, or they don't want him involved they want him to just you know go home but of course yeah. he's like you know my wife and kid just got murdered and i'm gonna go after these guys and i'm gonna yeah he does some yeah. vigilante so right justice. so he then he starts yeah and so basically uh michael and michelle yo they go on this date or whatever oh yeah oh, right i i get <laughs> yeah, it yeah uh he goes f you i'm not staying at the japanese embassy or whatever right I'm going to go get guns from some random thugs. He goes and steals some guns from Beats some... Beats him up, says, I'll give you your gun back for some reason. Which is nuts. <laughs> right. And he tells them to meet up at California. And yes. he uses them as bait, kind right. of. Right. Yes. Now let's talk about California. Ooh. Let's talk about it. I will say, California... When I first saw it, I put in my notes, wow, 80s nightclubs are awesome. It's only then that I found out it was a restaurant. <laughs> that yeah. It's not a nightclub. Yeah. My, ro- yeah, my note was, yeah, the 80s were insane. This is a restaurant. I didn't know that it was called. I didn't. I had missed the fact that it was why, called the why California. Why do you guys called it Tic Tac Toe? The Tic Tac Toe in Neon. No, no, no. The game Tic Tac Toe. Yeah. No, why do you call the game Tic Tac Toe? Oh fuck if I know. Well, I it's know. you know for th- three. That's all like, the thing I can think. Yeah, of. Oh, so, I yeah. won. I got the tick, the tack, like, and the toe. Yeah, I don't know why they <laughs> named it that. Do you know what we call it? What? Noughts and crosses. I suppose that well, makes that's more, more sense. proper. Yeah, yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize it was called the California, so I was calling it the uh, Tic Tac Toe Restaurant. I, call, or Tic-tac-toe I called bar. it the Norton Cross. <laughs> I didn't really. And yeah, there was steam coming from the floor. That it was me up a little bit. Very, yeah, it was very was like, dark in there. Is this a Star Wars ship? <laughs> right, like dark, like black, like walls, black floors. There was like bits of of red in the decor in the decor. Everyone, lots of neon lights. Everyone smoking. Right. And then, yeah, just random. The music. Yeah, the music was crazy. Random poofs of steam coming from the floor like it's like Old Faithful. Yeah. And what? There was a wall of TV monitors. The whole thing. Insane. There were fish tanks with no fish in them. Yes. Just as kind of a decoration. And then, but then the fish tanks, they look like they were like little mazes. It was if you told me if you told me to that restaurant, I guarantee I'd have a whale of a time. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Dude, I watched oh. some. I'd just be wandering about or just, something. Yeah, where they like go back in time as themselves, or they get to choose wherever they want to go. Okay, I don't remember that episode, but yeah, it sounds sounds right. And they were like in the eighties. Yeah, and there's eighties music going on, eighties style. I was like, how cool would that be? Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like fucking. I saw Jackson. the San Tropez one with the two girls. Is it? Yes. Oh yeah, that's great. It's one of the best episodes. So okay. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Eighty. I kind of, I'm kind of a little upset that I missed out on the 80s a little bit. Um, I was born in the 80s, but right. I was oh, I yeah. definitely am, dude. Arcades, yeah, and uh, just it just seems so bananas. It seemed like you could get away with a lot more. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure. Like, oh, what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go out of the house dressed like Ultimate Warrior, but no one's gonna bat an eyelid. Yeah, yeah. everyone's just like, check out this dude. He looks kind of cool. Yeah, with like shit like that, restaurants like that, the clothes were so unfortunate. But yeah, I think I caught I caught the tail end of the eighties fashion. I think when I was about nine or ten, I was rocking some very awkward shit. Def- <laughs> definitely, I was um, I I used to wear parachute pants, not parachute pants. Um, you know, like 
Does it make sense when I say workout pants? Like the the, the track b- pants, like the whoosh, whoosh, swishers. No, they're like billowy. They're almost like I can't even explain. They're like weightlifters pants. Do you remember what they looked like? Oh, I've got pictures somewhere. <laughs> anyway, um, I lived in North Wales, in Great Britain, and I had uh, muscle pants basically with the American flag on them. Sweet. <laughs> one leg was stars, one leg was stripes. Uh, Sweet. Um, and uh, I may or may not have uh, uh, worn a bandana again around that time. Mm-hmm. I wore a bandana when I was like 15, uh, but I also wore a bandana when I was about nine, I think. So, Is it cool to like America? <laughs> That's them. That's them, baby. I don't know if you can take a look at those. Those guys. I knew ex- instantly what he was talking about. Okay. See those? Yeah. <laughs> one leg stars, one leg stripes. Imagine those. I know, I know the podcast listeners can't hear, but um, just what did you Google? Uh, I literally Googled muscle pants Muscle 80s. pants. Muscle pants 80s. There you go. Yeah, it's something... Like, AC Slater probably would yep. have worn them. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Looking at some of these patterns, 100%. Have you seen they're doing a new season of Saved by the Bell? And, um, like, Zach is... Or is it AC Slater's, like, mayor? Oh. Of the I town. vaguely the buff heard... Guy. I vaguely mm, the heard buff dude. something about Are you that. too young for Saved by the Bell? No, I watched it. Oh, okay. You watched the California Dreams as well. I did. No. I watched the California Dreams. I watched the California Dreams. I did. Was, was that the California Bar and Grill? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. I like that you tagged on Bar and Grill. Um, California Dreams was just a ripoff of Saved by the Bell. But Except the, they the, were a band. They were in so a band. So they would like do like musical performances. And Screech wasn't in it. Mm. Thank God. Whatever happened to him? I wonder what he's doing now. He did some weird porno stuff. He did do weird yeah. porno stuff. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Dustin Diamond. Yeah, of all... He actually later said that it wasn't him in it and that it was like a double and he just did the voice work for it. But anyway, we won't discuss Screech's porno. Moving um, on. Okay. Right. California, yeah. eh? California. Uh, what so are the California Bar and Grill? and the California Bar and Grill. One of the best... <laughs> you call that a shootout? I don't even know what it was. It was a decimation yes. of property. Yes. Like, uh, and, and, and civilian life. I don't yeah. know how many bullets you can fit in the magazine of a tiny Uzi. This guy had about mm, 605 bullets in one magazine. Yeah. Uh, he he sh- was going bananas, shooting everything in sight. How many people do you think died? Five Sanders and all. <laughs> Ten? Ten? Well, like 23. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of people that died. That, you know poor, a- that poor old couple. What? The- oh. Here's a weird one. Do you know where I'm going with the old couple? Go on. Okay. Clearly, the bad guy is the guy with the machine gun, right? Yes. He comes in. He's shooting everybody. Yes. He shoots the old man and his wife. Yes. Yeah. The old man trips Michelle. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, oh I don't he grabbed. That. He she's, grabbed she's her leg. To like, I he don't grabbed know, her leg. Hide or go fight. He just tripped. Yeah. Her. Why'd he do that? I don't know. I don't know what the old couple was about. He's smoking a pipe. They're taking pictures. At one point, Michelle Yeoh takes a picture of them, and they give Michelle Yeoh the picture. Yeah. Doesn't that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, this is to remember in, you know, 30 years from now. That you took oh, no, no. They take a picture of them. Oh, was it? I, yeah, I may have yeah. blinked and missed something. Um, yeah. There's a shootout. Honestly, it's a John Woo-style shootout. I mean, yeah, everything's getting flying, destroyed. Diving over People things. are dying. Yeah. It's, it's Left absolutely and right, um, The um, bad guy trying to get uh, Michelle Yeoh and Michael. Then there's some fisticuffs. There are some busy Afterwards, guns. they run out of bullets, of course, like like a good action Obviously, film should everyone do. Everyone runs out of bullets at the same time. Definitely, exactly. And then they have to throw down mm-hmm. with the older fists and kicks, which is great. And then, uh, uh, and then Michelle Yeoh's like, hey, man, don't kill him. 
And then he's like, nah. Yep. And uh, Sonata shoots him. He does. And so bad guy number three. Done. You know, that yes. scene, I know like kung fu movies don't have like crazy deep scenes or like cinematography like yeah. varied. Yeah. But that one was cool. It was just quiet for like 20 seconds. And yeah. I was just like thinking. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I thought I thought this film actually had some good... Um, I won't say cinematography because it definitely doesn't have good cinematography, but it has like good production design and good like ideas behind it. Um, I I like some of the concepts that they that they work with. Uh, even we won't get to we'll get to the ending, but even the ending, which is mental, it is. Mental. I like it. I like, like what they cartoon. do with it. Oh my! It's just like a cartoon. <laughs> it's it it's, is mental. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, he kills the third bad guy, right? Fourth, right. Foot third. Third. So it kills the third bad guy. You got more and... notes than me. I don't remember anything. <laughs> and then, um, so after this, they're at the police station. Michelle Yeoh's, uh, I guess, like, chief, the chief of police or whatever, Says. is being sh- a straight dick. Yeah. Um, and basically, like, you know, you've done all this damage. Um, uh Take he, a vacation. Right. Take a, telling her to basically suspending her, taking a vacation. And he's basically, and then especially when it comes to Sonata, he's like, basically, I don't give a shit that his family died. <laughs> this dude's an asshole. And I'm going to, you know, be, uh, I'm going to prosecute him or whatever. Cause he's not supposed to be involved in this case. He was just like, I'm going to basically yeah. like trying to say, you know, when's is done, I'm going to fuck him up or fuck up his life even more than it already is. Yeah. And she gets upset. She's not cool with it. So she's basically like, you can fuck off and storms out. By the way, Michael Wong in this film, and I'm being conservative here, <laughs> spends $300 on flowers. Yep. Lots of flowers. Lots of stuff. He gives he Michelle, Michelle Yeoh Yeo flowers about 68 times. Right. And, and, you know, basically, and so she's at home and she's upset and he comes over and she like reams him out, and basically, As she should. yes, like is that you, a phrase? Reams yeah, him out. Yeah, sounds like a sex move. <laughs> like basically, it's a ream job. This, <laughs> doesn't ream mean that as well? Doesn't to ream someone mean? I, I think so. it kind of does. Yeah. Doesn't that mean rim like job as well? Tears, tears no. him in, she tears him a new one. She reamed me. No, I got reamed last night. <laughs> it's like I got banged. I guess. Oh, so ream just means to, like, just chew someone up. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she tore into him. And, like, basically, like, you're obnoxious. You're being obnoxious this whole time. You're not taking this seriously. This man's family was killed. This, you know, and you're joking and trying to get dates and send me flowers and all this other shit. And, like, you're obnoxious. And, yeah. And he gets all sad and puppy-faced and leaves. And buys her flowers again. And, yeah, and, and talks dra- to his fish. Right. Yeah. And he has this weird conversation with his fish. There, when Although, he's, yeah, oh. he, do, he is useful. And then he discovers that um, discovers who the fourth bad guy is. And then gets kidnapped by the fourth guy. Right. Um, gets shot in the Michael shot in, like, Warren the gets it bad. He gets he shot does. in the leg. He gets shot in the leg and then, like, hanged off that leg on a roof. One thing real quick. Yeah. Uh, the first construction site where Wolverine was getting buried alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Oh my yeah. god, we should have talked about that. I completely oh, yeah, forgot, I forgot about, about that. that. Oh yeah, so this I was, got a little this nervous. Is how the, this oh was my... how the chase ended. I got nervous for the stuntman. Yeah, because they did that for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how it was resting above him. Yeah, like the finale. Yeah. yeah. I was like, if you press back instead of forward, he's fucking gonna suffocate. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't even think it was a stuntman actually, because it looked like him the whole time, right? Maybe it wasn't. Oh, it definitely was 
when he wasn't on camera. You're okay. not going to trust that. Basically, uh, if you haven't seen the film, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata basically falls down at like a pit yeah, and then like gets buried by a bulldozer. Yeah, yeah like uh, the bulldozer car chase? After yes, the car chase, this was yeah. how the car chase ended. And like, so they were. This is yeah. so hard to remember. <laughs> I just watched it. I'm very baffled because, yeah. yeah, I just watched it last night and I'm forgetting things left, right, and center. Yeah. I blame, I blame Michael. <laughs> yeah. He, he distracted me. Uh, that's a great scene. Yeah, there's some good stunt work um, in the uh, in the construction site. Um, so basically, so yeah, so the fourth bad guy kidnaps Michael to lure out Michelle Yeoh. And basically, like, you come here and try to save him. And so the fourth bad guy ends up hanging Michael upside down off the, the roof of a building. And Michelle Yeoh gets there and she's like, I'm, gonna, I'm coming for you. I'm going to save you. And Michael Wong... Uh, and an act of, of, you know, I guess, trying to save Michelle Yeoh. Well, it's just one to... good thing, isn't it? Right. He's not a knob anymore. He does a right. one good so, thing. So basically to prevent Michelle Yeoh from coming up there and, and being murdered by the fourth bad guy, he unties his leg from that rope and falls to his death. And I have as a question. He's falling, Go on. As he's falling to his death Go on. to save Michelle Yeoh, to prevent her from being killed, he screams... Have a nice life, Michelle. Before he crashes, that's what that was. That's what the subtitle says. I, I did not get that. No. Yep. He he screamed, yep. "Have, a, Have nice a nice life." life. That would haunt me as he's falling to his death. Yep. That's what happened in our. Imagine version. that. Imagine moments before someone before died in front of you. The he said, "Had a nice, have a nice life." Fucking, I can't have say. A it. Nice have a nice life, life Cyrus. And this is right after you go, "Hey, I fucking hate your guts." Yeah, <laughs> Michael. Exactly. Yeah. She must be traumatized. And then to make things worse, he receives flowers from him the next day. Oh, yeah. He pre-ordered those, like yep. the fucking PS5. Did they have subtitles on the note? No. No. Okay, because I didn't get anything. No, I don't think so. Have you bought a PS5? You ordered a PS5? I, I looked online to see if anyone had them. Yeah. Nope. No. I'm I, going to, though. I read online. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I saw. I think, I think I saw someone on Tumblr who had ordered seven, who had bought seven in the hopes to, to sell them on, which yeah. is crazy um yeah i won't be at one because i don't do gaming a baby here's the the other thing with michael cutting his rope or untying himself mm-hmm. that could have been avoided he didn't have to do that right what well she was gonna done? come up and get fucked up otherwise mm-hmm. if she came well, to well, the she the knows building. that the the evil guys up there. I don't think. I think yeah, she would have just come up there. Yeah, you know, just bursting up there in an effort to save him. But then, okay, so then Sonata is like sequestered at the Japanese embassy, so that's why we don't see him for a bit because he has to be there. He's um, there, like under guard, like twenty four seven. And then this is where I was just like, "What the fuck, bad guy?" After Michael's dead and buried. This, wait, can I just say yeah. this is where the film goes off the rails? Right, little. bad guy decides. All right. You know, I'm going to taunt you two even more. I'm going to dig up Michael's coffin (laughs) and have it like suspended in air with like some using some sort of forklift at this construction site and sends Sonata and Michelle these videos like basically like come and get him. Come and get this dude's dead body. Yeah. Like I'm going to keep him from being able to rest in peace. Yeah. Imagine being that angry at someone. Bye. You're like, right, I'm digging up your best friend's corpse. (laughs) Right, yeah. come get his coffin, and yeah, so and so. It's it was very um, it was very. Did you used to watch the sixties Batman? 
like the on original occasion, Adam West Batman. Yeah, on occasion, there would always be this episode. elaborate plan by the bad guys to yeah. like set him up. Um, yeah, these weird like booby traps or whatever. Yeah, I remember one when he's like stuck in escape. a giant teacup and there's like a teapot that's pouring in acid or something. But this was like that. Yeah, he's suspending a coffin from a crane. Yeah. By the way, by the way, right? If I told you two to go to a construction site now. Sorry, I'm taking my mouth away from the microphone. If I told you to go to a construction site, get in a bullzo- bullzoder, <laughs> get in a bulldozer, and get in a crane, what's the likelihood of you being able to operate either exactly. of those? Exactly. Why can that everyone too. in movies use too. heavy machinery? You know Why can shit? everyone in movies use everything? Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. control panels of some high-tech place right. I've never been to. Right, right. I don't know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> I can if you put Photoshop in front of me now, I wouldn't be able to. Uh, oh, put, it's so hard. Put my head on someone's body. Yeah, I'm still on Jake not, Gyllenhaal's body. I'm still not clear <laughs> on all the like the effects I can use on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This I know. Alone, I know so sort of little heavy machinery. On, I've only just started learning Microsoft Excel this year. <laughs> no way. No, I I've become. I become very good at Microsoft um, Excel. I always call it Microsoft Michelle. Uh, Microsoft Excel this year. But uh, yeah, people can just jump into cranes and it's just a series of levers or levers and they just know which ones to pull. You know who's infamous for that? James Bond. Yeah, James Bond can do a lot of that. He can fly a plane. He can do a helicopter. Yeah, who taught James Bond to fly a plane? Yeah. I guess if you're a super spy, that makes a little yeah, bit of sense. Yeah, it feels like that's something that you should probably learn. I don't reckon. Like a boat, a speedboat, GoldenEye or whatever. Yeah. A tank? <laughs> yeah, a tank. Yes. I, I wouldn't know how to drive a tank. No shit. Yeah. That's impossible. Unless, I can, well, let's put it this way. I can't even drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could if you tried. Oh, I could. I, I I know. You just there's a pedal to the right that you put your foot down on a little bit to make it go a little bit fast, and yeah. then you use the wheel to turn. <laughs> right. I know that, and I know there's another one next to that that you get it used to stop the car. Right. And that's on the what side? Wait. Are we talking about cars with clutches or not? Hell no. Oh, okay. No. Then the, the brake is on the left. <laughs> Oh yeah, because with clutches, the clutch is on the far left, and the brake right. is in the middle. Insane, you know. Yeah. Have I told you? Have I told? I I was. Someone tried to teach me how to drive a stick. I used to drive. It's so complicated. I, I don't understand. My driving lessons. Why go through back all that? when I was sixteen was with a, as you guys call it, a stick. Yeah. yeah. Why go through all that? They say it's fun. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not fun. Uh, uh, it saves gas. They, yeah, I forget. I've heard people giving me know. reasons, and I was just like, is it worth it? It's, it's a nightmare. It doesn't seem worth it. The me. first time I got in, in an American car and, and realized that you had no clutch, I was just like, I reckon I can do this. Yeah. The only problem I can't, the only issue I have with driving is that I could, I have the worst sense of self, like what's around me. My, my, my attention span to my surroundings is awful. It's not very good. Though. I would drive through every stop Devin sign. Devin looked at me when she said that. You know, I'm, no, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not very good. Like him being aware of his surroundings and where yeah, he like, is. He doesn't, Sean doesn't recognize uh, the like even places where we've been to plenty of times. He couldn't tell me how to get there. No, I could Cause not. He doesn't, because he doesn't pay attention no, as we're driving. No, not a chance. As I'm driving. Hmm. Honestly, I, I, I don't think there's not a chance in hell. We live in Rockville, Maryland. I couldn't get to Bethesda from here. <laughs> oh, dude. 
I, I even know that. I couldn't. I couldn't get you to Bethesda. Left. Well, left from where? From uh, here. On get left onto Rockville Pike. It takes you right into Bethesda. You're giving away our address now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know anything. I don't know how to get to the nearest Chipotle. I don't know. I don't know anything. I, th- I reckon I could get to Chipotle, and that's all that counts. Right? You can. You, you know how to get to Phone Num Num from here. We're just naming restaurants that no one knows what they are. I know, right? I know, right? Like I'm knocking on our door, but yes, I, I, I don't think I'd be able to drive um, to many places. I'm not very good with surroundings. Um, That's why I like buses because I get on them and they just take me where I need to go. There's two things with driving. Well, there's many things I'm bad at, but these are two things I'm fucking terrible at. I've seen one of them, but go on. Parallel parking. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was once out uh, on a night out with Cyrus, and he tried to parallel park, and I would say you tried maybe eight times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have a camera. Yeah. Yeah. He has a camera on the back of his car, and he tried, yeah, about eight I, times, I and we were unsuccessful and had to go find another parking spot. I oh, used shoot. to be good at it, but I haven't had to do it in so many years. I, I don't know if I could be able to just I don't easily think I could do, do it. it. And the, the other one? that I, I was bad at when I started, yeah. like when you're really scared and you go on the highway for the first time, is when I signal to change lanes, I would look to see if cars are coming, but my hand would move as well. <laughs> oh, no. So no. I would look behind me and <laughs> my hand would going. start going. <laughs> Damn. And then no, instructor no, no. put my hand back in place. No, no, no. I'm good at that now. Um, <laughs> this is a true story. Um, if any, if anyone... Oh, fuck, I'm not going to say that. But... When I had driving, uh, like, what the hell am I saying? When I had driving lessons, when I was like 16 uh, in the UK or 17 in the UK, um, basically this guy would pull up. I'd, I'd get out of my house, get into his car, right into the driving seat, and I'd, I, he would start telling me where to go, right? Every single, I may have said this on the podcast before, every single lesson without fail, within 10 minutes, he was snoring. <laughs> next to me fast asleep well that's a good sign right and but he's meant to tell me where to go right like but it means that you're doing a good job right i don't know i mean i wasn't (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't and it was so crazy and then every now and again he'd like go turn right (laughs) and then go back to sleep again it was no i wish i remembered his name wait were you good how did you do in these lessons oh like a fucking demon weren't i Oh, just cruising. Yeah. Yeah, turn the radio on and everything. I didn't. Um, no, I was shit in my pants and I didn't know where to go. I just basically drove in circles. <laughs> no wonder I don't have a driver's license. God damn it. Yeah. Um, I think all my friends uh, had that driving instructor as well and they all passed. But not little old me. But the story of me not passing my driver's test is, I f- well, I didn't even take my driver's test. I was doing driving lessons and... On one, I think it was one birthday of mine, I went out and I got absolutely hammered. Very, very drunk. The next day, I woke up completely hungover, feeling awful. And he pulled up for my, uh, <laughs> uh, for my just um, a lesson, not a test. Pulled up for a lesson. And I went out and I was just like, I can't. I, 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 sorry, I can't do it today. And I never went back. I just never <laughs> took any more. I just canceled it. You were still drunk. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good move. Yes. Oh, yeah. If I would have gone in that car, it would have been would have been over. Hmm. Yeah, no good, no good. Um, so back to the movie. Royal yeah, Warriors. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. So okay, so we need to fast forward a little bit though. Okay, so yeah, so they're in the construction site, coffin hanging in the air, uh, and so Michelle Yeoh and Sonata go there, and they're like, "All right, uh, 
we're going to get this dude. And Michelle Yeoh, uh, Sonata gets there first, and I don't know what his plan was. He just kind of drives up, and obviously, bad guy starts shooting at him. Yeah. His car flips. Right, his trapped. car flips. He's trapped. And the, uh, and the bad Michelle guy has Yeoh, explosive bullets as well. Right, and so Michelle Yeoh shows up in some sort of like police tank type car or armored mm. or whatever the fuck type of car it's... and just starts plowing into the yeah. where the bad guy is hiding into. Before we and get then he here. he sets it on fire. Yeah, before we get here, basically, they reveal it's like a, um, a prototype cop car right. it's so basically it's a tank on wheels yeah, yeah so it's bulletproof and she's just plowing into where this dude is hanging out and then he sets her car the armored thing on fire it's not fireproof we've we learned and, and that's a really good scene in the film there's a scene where um she's stuck in this burning car yeah and he's shooting at her so if she gets out of the car she's going to get shot right but if she stays in the car she's uh, inhaling smoke and it's actually quite a nice bit of tension in the film i thought mm-hmm. especially for like a hong kong action movie i thought it was quite a tense moment i liked it hey, then yeah you know what she should have done you know how she popped out of the top in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> she should have just pointed the car away from him. And then just popped Pop out the top, top and put the lid up. Lid up? Yeah. I don't think you call it the lid, do you? But the, whatever it is. The, uh, well, it seemed like a lid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. It's Michelle Yeoh and bad guy number four um, squaring off. Cut and head, cut head. They end up having yeah. Yeah, fisticuffs. Yeah. It's a great fight scene as well. There's a lot going on. Yeah. He, he fucking swings at her with a chainsaw. Yeah, she pulls off some really good moves. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh, I mean, she needs to be given more she credit. She makes everything look amazing. The funny thing is, Michelle Yeoh is universally known in, in by most people, right? Mm-hmm. How many Michelle Yeoh films can you name? Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, funny that, isn't she it? she was in... Um, uh, the Joy Luck Club. <laughs> was she in the Joy Luck? Was that her? What the hell's the Joy Luck have Club? Have you never? Have you never seen? Oh, it's a fantastic. It's not like any act. It's like an Asian like drama. It's basically goes over the uh, through this generation of like uh, Chinese uh, Asian women. Never and heard I can't of remember. It. I know Ming Na Wen is in it, but I can't remember if Michelle Yeoh is in it. It's like from the early nineties. Isn't that crazy really though good. that she's that you know her so well and yet you can name hardly any films. Yeah. She hasn't been in many Hollywood films. She was in she, Babylon AD. Uh, she's yeah, in I Sunshine. Know she did a Jackie Chan. She's in Police Story 3. Jackie right, Chan Which film. I've never seen, but I just oh, well, did the I, I think we might do that. Um, we have to do Police Story 1 first, though. Um, but I think we might do Police Story 3. It's 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 suitably uh, bonkers. Um, yeah, she. I, it's so strange that she's so well-known. Oh, she's well in a known. Bond movie. She is in a Bond movie. I can movie. never remember that. The Pierce Brosnan mm. ones, I can remember... N- I can never yeah. remember who's in which movie. Yeah, it's like tomorrow diamonds are gold or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, there's a fight scene at the end. There's chainsaws. There's poles there's involved. Explosives. There's explosive. And then, I mean, I'm gonna fast forward to the end. Basically, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh puts the coffin on a what do you call those things? Those little trolley cart, like rail yeah. little cart Mines. things. Minecart. Minecart. Minecraft. Minecraft. She, put, <laughs> she puts it on a Minecraft, and then she hops on the side of it. Hiroyuki Sonada hops on the side of it, and then they go through a field of explosions. Right. Oh, wait. We forgot that he like lit himself on fire and activated the explosions. Yeah, yes, yeah. the bad guy. The bad basically, guy. he's Sorry. planted dynamite all over this construction uh, construction site, site type thing whatever and, uh, yeah he sets himself on fire accidentally 
Yeah. Um, and then sets and then, off all the explosions. Yeah. Before he like dies, he's like, I'm going to set off these explosions and take you with me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so great. It's so stupid and so silly. And <laughs> it's even, it's even stupid compared to the rest of this film. Like the rest of this film isn't that crazy. Um, but the, the ending to this is nuts. It is kind of. I'd agree. It's bananas. Pretty not that crazy. No, it's not a crazy film at all. It's pretty straight going. I mean, if you don't think a crazy bar shoot up is crazy, I mean, it's violent and it's it's right. ultra. Yeah. Like I think the the most. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's crazy is the restaurant itself. Yeah, not the, not the shootout. Exactly. There's a like the action is big and bold and, and kind of whoa, pretty out there. But at the end, there's literally a coffin on top of a a, a mine car <laughs> and they're just explosions <laughs> going off. It's very very silly. It's like something out of Indiana Jones. Yes, absolutely. Um, I watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull the other oh. week. Tell you what, it's not good. <laughs> Do you have the sad trumpet? <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on, hold on. Yep, there we go. Yeah, sad trumpet. <laughs> um, yeah it, really, it, it really isn't that good. Um, I mean, it's I, not, it's I not, told you. It it's not as bad as people say it is. I think I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. No, really? maybe two and a half. It's not as bad as people say it is, but the aliens mm. at the end, whoo, baby, that is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. And Harrison Ford's, they're making another one. And he's, how old he's is he old. now? 70 something. He's, he's yeah. old. Super I mean, old. Yeah. I'm hand still it a off. fan of him. But... Should, should be, Indiana Jones has a son. Right, so he should. Well, if he, they're gonna make him be like Sean Connery was in his, then fine. Well, they should have rest in peace, Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, they should have made it fucking Shia LaBeouf because he was great. I thought he's good in that film. Um, have you seen the the picture of um Tom Holland as uh? Did you ever play Uncharted? Yeah. He uh, Tom Nolan Holland Drake Nathan uh, Drake Nathan Drake. Uh, Tom Holland's playing a younger version of him in the movie. Hmm. He's dressed the part, but he doesn't look the part. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, I, I think it's an unusual choice. Um, but hopefully yeah, like it's good. even yeah, I don't play this game or know much about it, but I know of who you're talking about. Yeah, and I don't see it. No, no. no offense I just hope the film's Tom good because I like him. Yeah, Tom Holland's cool. He's cool. Um, yeah, and that's basically the end of the film. Basically, they try and take the coffin away. <laughs> together kind of a weird ending yeah it is weird they start dragging the coffin instead they're just phoning the police and saying right? you, like, you need to bring an ambulance and, come and pick us up yeah <laughs> they just start dragging the coffin with right, their he own was hands shot, yeah he was shot in the leg he was <laughs> and he's one-legged trying to drag this coffin i oh. fucking rate hiroyuki sonata though he's had an interesting career like, he, he looked his fight scenes him and it, yeah he oh was, he's a beast wait yeah. till we wait till we watch ninja in the dragon's den because he is amazing in that i had no idea he did martial arts yeah he apparently was like a, a pretty uh, ninja in the dragon's den he's so good in it it's it's choreographed by Wu ping um and he is just yeah fantastic he plays like a japanese ninja in it um it's really really good and um, we will watch that at some point and we might have to watch it dubbed because that's the one where within the first 10 minutes someone gets called, I think, a cock-sucking skunk fucker. Oh, dear. Uh, it's quite funny. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Remember he called the guy who hung him up, strung him up a, a fruitcake? Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. think it says that in the subtitles. He goes, you fruitcake? You psychopath? Man, back oh, in, I don't remember back in the 80s, you could get away with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's basically the end of the film. Uh, I enjoyed it. Cyrus thought it was all right. And then I enjoyed it. you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I think it's I, I think it's strong. I for those who 
watch kung fu films. I don't think it's quite as good as um oh fucking hell, I've got the name yet. Uh Yes Madam. I don't think it's quite as good as Yes Madam. I may prefer it to Magnificent Warriors. I'm not entirely sure. Uh I have to watch that again. But it's still pretty good and it's it's nice watching Michelle Yeoh do her thing um early on. Um me and Devin are going to watch another Michelle Yeoh film at some point. We're going to watch Reign of Assassins. Uh, she's agreed to watch that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Do you want to get on to uh, questions? We don't have many. Yep. Yeah. All right. We have some interesting ones. In fact, I don't even think... <laughs> I think we only have one for you guys. Really? Yeah, we have two for me. <laughs> Just one for you. Okay. Uh, I think the one for you is quite funny, though. It's from Rama. And... Um, <laughs> it's not related to films at all, but it's what is your porn name? Oh, I see. He <laughs> says, just make one up. None of that first pet name and street oh. name thing. What would you want to be called if you were in porn? And also, what is your first porn movie called? My name would be Mike Honcho. Mike Honcho? Mike Honcho. <laughs> it's from Talladega Nights. Oh, is it? It's when Will Ferrell's like, comatose almost he's like listen man i just want to <laughs> let you know one summer i spread my butt cheeks as mike honcho <laughs> mike i just want honcho. you to know that okay the porno what would the porno name be? i i picked a name out right if i was a porn star i'd just want this name falcon hawk nice <laughs> two birds of prey together falcon hawk hmm. i like it i like that hmm. <laughs> it's strong it's masculine it's majestic Falcon Hawk. Falcon Hawk. Ethan Hawk's son. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's who I am. Um, and my f- my first porno would be called Knight of the Giving Head. Okay. <laughs> right? Nice. That would be my... And then you could go on with Return of the Giving Head and so on and so forth. That's pretty good. There you go. I thought of your porn, uh, your first porno. Okay. Ready? What would my name be? I don't know. I, we'd have to incorporate your actual name for this to, to, to pull off. Okay. Your porn could be called Stairway to Devon. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that's her name. That's her name. Right. So that no, means no, well, Devon no, her, her, would have her, to be in my yeah. porn name. And there's already a porn star called Just Devon, I believe. Not that I know, but I believe so. So yeah, if you if you kept Devon, then you the porn name Stairway to Devon would work great. Gotcha. But if you wanted an actual, you'd have to have something like don't like female porn stars, women porn, not female. What a horrible word. I don't, hate it when people say that. Like, yeah, there are a couple females over there. Apparently, yeah, you're not meant Is that to like, say what it. Are you a cop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of a lot of lady porn stars take like other actresses' names. Like, wasn't there an Aurora Jolie? There sure is. You're right. There you go. There okay. You go. So I don't know. Um, or you could just be like Madison Fox. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Three X's. Yeah, I like the Fox. Fox is good. Fox is good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of 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 something now. But it's not. It's not coming to me. Actually, Juicy Fox. Juicy Fox. Juicy. Juicy. Well, that's it. Juicy Fox. That's definitely your name now. I'm going to start calling you that in real life. Juicy Fox. That is mental. Wow. Imagine. Wow. Juicy Fox. No good. No great. great. Probably the best one you could come up with. Okay. okay. Juicy Fox. Yeah. I came up with my uh, porn movie. Go on. It would be Mike Honcho. 
in Harry Potter and the Sphincter of Secrets. Sphincter of Secrets. Sphincter That's kind of grim, actually. I'll tell you why. Because you don't often find um, uh, pornos that use With, words use word like that. Use word sphincter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right? You're Unfortunately, right. Chamber of Secrets, it does. I feel like it can work in that in that situation. Oh, I could have the 69 Chambers of Shaolin. You could. Not bad. Yeah, the sphincter. I don't even like that word. Nobody yeah. does. It's a horrible <laughs> word. <laughs> sphincter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm sure there's plenty of Harry Potter parodies out there. Oh, right? of course. I'm sure. What wands? Look at my wand. Yeah. My wand. my wand. Yeah. I'm I'm Harry Pot Harry <laughs> Harry Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Rama. Yeah, thanks for that one. Yeah, we had fun with that one. <laughs> Juicy um, Fox. Juicy Fox. Yeah, Juicy Fox is way better than Falcon Hawk. <laughs> I tell you that. But I do want to be called Falcon Hawk from now on. My first one was Mason Hawk, because Mason is very a porny name, right? What's the best? How many there male... There is a Mason. I know one right now. How many male porn star names do you know? Probably more than I should. <laughs> I only know... I know... Lec- the obviously the legend who has the best porn star name ever, which is Lexington Steel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And then do you remember a guy who was just called Mr. Marcus? It sounds familiar. Just Mr. Marcus. Don't know. Don't oh. know him. No. Uh, the thing with the dudes, it's like there's like ten of them. Yeah. But the ladies, there's like thousands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Peter North was another one. What if I just what if I got into porn and I just called myself Tom Cruise? <laughs> you just spelled it differently with a T and a K. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just call myself Tom Cruise. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, um, so sorry that these questions are kind of aimed at me. So I do apologize to both of you. The first one is: We know Sean is trying to introduce. Oh, that was from Rama, and this one's from an anonymous on Tumblr. We know Sean is trying to introduce Cyrus and Devon to kung fu movies, but how did Sean get into kung fu movies? Well, sit down. I'm about to tell you a tale. It was a cold, stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound. That wasn't the soundboard. That was Cyrus. That sounded fucking uh, good. That did sound quite good, actually. Um, so I'm not going to go into the details uh, because it contains some... Wasn't, and, it, wasn't it your bro? Yeah. Basically, growing up, me and my brother didn't get on that well. Um, we had a strange relationship. Let's just put it that way. Um, and basically what would happen is he would all he would invite all his friends over to hang out in our living room, and if I wasn't out with my friends, I would kind of scurry back upstairs to my bedroom and sit in my bedroom away from them all, because that's just what I did. Now, one random day, my brother knocks on my bedroom door, and, you know, I open it, and I can hear his friends downstairs, and I know they're, I don't know, whatever they're doing, and he just says, you need to watch this. And he hands over a VHS of Drunken Master. And I went, the fuck is this? (laughs) And he said, no, seriously, you need to watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. Which is the weirdest thing ever. Because I'm I'm like, I'm probably 14 years old at the time. My brother's probably 17 years old. And I don't know why he would think that I would want to watch Drunken Master. Because... It's, I mean, I know we haven't watched it for the podcast, but it's an unusual film. The comedy in it is very strange. Anyway, I popped uh, Drunken Master in the VHS, VCR, and um, 
I loved it. I fell in love instantly. I really, really enjoyed it. And then my brother came back with Snake and Eagle Shadow and maybe a few others. And then eventually I started taping Kung Fu movies off Channel 4 in the UK. They would show them at about 1am or 2am. And they would show Jackie Chan films like Project A, Police Story, Wheels on Meals, Dragons Forever, etc. And I would just record them and I'd just watch them the next day. And eventually I fell in love with Jackie Chan. I just loved Jackie Chan. Um... And then I remember I went to uh, HMV, which is a um, like a music and movie. M- <laughs> movie. movie. I do that every episode. <laughs> movie. Maybe I have a weird stutter when it comes to movie. Um, it's a music and movie store in the UK, or used to be. I don't know if they still exist. And I went and bought my first ever Kung Fu VHS. And I can tell you now that the film was Shaolin Red Master. Um, which is a very average, maybe even below average kung fu movie. And um, yeah, I bought it. And from then, I just started buying them left, right, and center. And I would save my paper uh, paper round money. What do you call that here? Route? Paper route. Paper route money. In the UK, say paper round. So I uh, had my paper round money. I made uh, seven pounds a week. Um, so what's Big that? Baller. Ten dollars a week. So I made seven pounds a week. Um, that's a pound a day. <laughs> that's kind of rough uh, oh it's rough as shit i had to get up at like fucking 5 a.m at like a 14 year old that sucks grim and um i used to steal porno mags from that place as well <laughs> i will admit that when she wasn't looking i would take her busty vixens and uh <laughs> slip that in the old paper bag um sorry if you're listening she's probably dead now actually <laughs> but, but yeah i used to steal some pornos and uh one time i stole at least three snickers at once <laughs> Um, so I wasn't a thief as a kid, but I just, uh, yeah, I stole. That from sounds him. like yeah, what a thief does. <laughs> right. I <laughs> I was a small time thief. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I took I basically saved two weeks worth of paper round money, uh, fourteen quid. I'd go to HMV and they were roughly like thirteen, fourteen quid to buy. So I just started buying random ones I'd I'd never even heard of. Like I was lucky because I bought you know Shaolin versus Llama early and things like that. And I didn't even know what Shaw Brothers was until a good four years later. I didn't even, I, I, I had no idea what Shaw Brothers was. So it's all thanks to Matty. It is all thanks to Matty. Yeah, if you're listening, Matty, which you're not. <laughs> but thank you very much. Yeah, he introduced me. Funny enough, my brother introduced me to my two biggest media loves, which are uh, Kung Fu Cinema and Hip Hop. He also, he also introduced me to Hip Hop. So, And after meeting him as an adult, never would have guessed any of that. No, well, he's not into those things. Right. He's not really... I think he's into Japanese cinema uh, a little bit. I don't think he's into kung fu films anymore. Um, but yeah, he used to be. But that is my story. That is how I got into them. And then the last question, um, which is from a gentleman uh, called... I think he's just known as RP, but his Instagram handle is RP underscore Instag, as in Insta G. And he said, a question for your next podcast. I would like to know what is your favorite martial art film that amazes you uh, the most, sorry, amazes you the most in terms of acrobatics. I personally enjoy the first Ong Back and the first District B13. Great podcast. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much for your kind words. Um, Acrobatics. Yeah. Have you seen any flashy acrobatics in a movie? You haven't even seen the Ong Back movies, have you? Have you seen it? Did we? We watched one, the first one. Oh, did we? Did you like it? I remember thinking, meh. Okay. That, that makes sense. 
I think. And there's some. Isn't that about like some sort of statue? It is. It's about the Buddha's head that gets right, stolen. Right, 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 right. And then. Yeah, this was some years ago. Yeah, and then in the next film he made, his elephant got stolen. Right. Yeah. Then we watched two. Then we watched one and two. Okay. On back two isn't about that. That the next film is called The Protector or Tom Young Gung. Yeah, I remember yeah. thinking that. Okay. Um, as for me, acrobatics, I just the old school stuff from Yumbio, uh, Yumbio and Chang Sheng from the Venoms. Uh, knockabout. If you watch the training scene in Knockabout, where Samo Hung is training uh, Yumbio. I've said his name different like four times. <laughs> uh, I think it's Yoon Biao. If you watch the training scene uh, with Yoon Biao in it, and he's just doing backflip after backflip after backflip, yeah, Knockabout is pretty amazing, pretty impressive. Uh, I love acrobatics, though. I love acrobatics in kung fu films. I think it's great. Um, it's one of the key components that I enjoy. I never liked... I like Chang Sheng as uh, an acrobat, but I never liked the fact that in Venom's movies they underused his kung fu talents. All he ever did was backflip and forward flipped and rolled out the way. And he didn't fight much, which I didn't like. But yeah, that's the answer to that question. Thank you for asking. Uh, so anyone else, what are we running? Are we running? Oh, one hour 40 we're doing. Which isn't bad. I thought we were going to go two. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Anyone else got anything to talk about while we're here? No. Nope. You want to wrap this one up? Yep. All right, Juicy Fox, let's do this. <laughs> Royal Warriors. What do we say? Like, thumbs up? I would personally... I liked it. I would definitely say thumbs up. If you're Good like, action. Yes. If you're looking for 80s Hong Kong Silly, cinema... Silly, and definitely lots of silliness, but yeah. Yeah, or let's say Hong Kong action. I wouldn't say put Royal Warriors to the front of your queue. Um, there are better films, like, you know, Eastern Condor. Well, here's a question for you. It's a great question. Because we haven't watched a lot of 80s uh, kung fu films, 80s modern kung fu films. What would you say is better, Royal Warriors or Dragons Forever? We won't mention Wheels on Meals. Dragons Forever or Royal Warriors? Well, you know how I feel about Jackie Chan and Dragons Forever. But as far as like the action in it? Yeah. Hmm. You'd watch Royal Warriors over Dragons Forever though, right? Yeah, I kind of would. We're gonna have you watch a Jackie Chan film that you like. I'm gonna make you watch one. I like Shanghai Noon. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I do. Shanghai Noon. It's great. <laughs> what are you talking about? I do like Shanghai. I'm gonna. Noon. I'm gonna have it's you. A good movie. Did you even enjoy Drunken Master too? Uh, he bugged me in that too. All right, but the action is some of the greatest he, ever films. Well, yeah, the fights were great. No, no, no. I'm not disputing that. I think you'll like Police Story. Okay. I think he's not much of a knob. Oh, he does treat a girl terribly in that as well, I think. <laughs> oh, God damn it. We'll find you a Jackie Chan film. I mean, hey, and if you want to do Shanghai Noon. What, for the podcast? <laughs> I would happily watch it again. I'm going to show Shang- you the door. <laughs> Shanghai Noon's great. Oh, great. What would you say, Cyrus? Is this better than Dragons Forever? Which, what happens in Dragons Forever? Oh, shut up, That's the you. one. It's Jackie Chan <laughs> and Samo and Samo and Yoon Byu. And Yoon Byu's all kooky bananas. Yeah. And, and Jackie Chan and Samo are both yeah, trying yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. woo these ladies. I forget what the po- I forget what for. <laughs> right. And they are the spying. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really picture one fight. Um, I really like Jackie Chan, so maybe that one. Okay. Their fight against each other was fantastic the whole last 20 minutes of that film contains some of the best fight sequences of all time 
Where did that last fight take place? In the warehouse. So you're right. going for Royal Warriors. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. It was too long ago. I can't remember the details. Okay. About I, it, I don't know I which one I'd prefer. I don't doubt that uh, his fights are fantastic. I just, no. his, his character. Remember he fights Benny Akidas again? In the warehouse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, we might That's have to wrap this up because I need to use the toilet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna wrap this up quickly. Okay. Cyrus needs to drop one off. So, what's uh, wrong with my stomach? <laughs> just to let you all know that the uh, the schedule of the next few movies are next episode will be Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. We're dipping back into Gordon Liu's uh, filmography and the Shaw Brothers. The next one after that, I'm really excited for because we are dipping into Bruce uh, Bruce for the first time. We're going to do Tower of Death, a.k.a. Game of Death 2. Then we are doing Five Element Ninjas, dipping back into the Venoms. Ninjas. And Shaw Brothers. Yeah, plenty of ninjas in that one. Then we're doing a Korean movie called War of the Arrows. And then we're going to do Battle Royale. Or Battle Hell Royale. Yeah. How would you say it? Is it Royale? Royale. Hmm. Royale. 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 <laughs> um, so, you know, Royale. You know the film I'm talking about anyway. So that, that's what's coming. Um, if you have any messages for me, any questions, anything, you can find me on Instagram at foo underscore four underscore thought. Um, yeah, hit me up on there. That's the best way to do it. Thank you very much for listening. Ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Ain't yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, and share us, share us and like us. If you can leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever it's called. Oh, oh, we're now on Amazon Music. I had us on Amazon Music the other day. So we've now been added to Amazon Music. Share us, like us enjoyers and yes that's it so farewell from me cyrus and juicy fox